Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. It's a Wednesday, and you learn something new every day. D'Anthony, you know what I learned today? No. I'm gay. Oh. So I'm, a, I'm a gay man. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, the doctor told me. I knew that yesterday when you were me. trying to say that Taylor Swift was hot. Oh, I can't do this anymore, dude. I'm. Uh, nope. Absolutely Boom. not. Boom. The no. whole show is going to be about that. It should be. I, that could go on for years, actually. Absolute years. I'd like to have her on the I show. I think we should, hi- we should hire attorneys. You <laughs> and I should each hire representation. <laughs> We should. I should and take you. I should take you to the Taylor Swift concert. Somebody wrote in and said, uh, there, he, there, "She's coming to Houston, I guess, in the end of the month." Um, I'd have to look at the schedule, but uh, they were like, "You should take Dan there and then make him say that when she's on stage." There. What the fuck is she gonna do? Have you ever seen her in real life? No, I have. She's beautiful. No, she's not. Oh she's my not. god, Dan. I can. I can see. I got to take him to Taylor Swift now. Seeing her in person is not going to change the it fact sure that she will. is a fucking surfboard with a rat face. Ah, uh, she's got beautifully tones. Can't do this. Can't do this. She's in great shape. Here's what we do. We'll start every episode naming a girl who's hotter than Taylor Swift, and we'll do that until the end of time. Yeah, because we will be able to do that until the end of time. Yeah, but they're all girls that you don't know. They're all Instagram influencers. Yeah, so and, and I don't know them that's either. Fine. Like, I've never seen them in real life. Yeah, like, but you don't I've know seen, Taylor Swift. But I've seen Taylor Swift in real life, you so mean, I've you, seen her. You mean people you don't know who they are. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because yeah. okay. you could go through Instagram and pick off thousands, probably. We Before anybody in Hollywood or Correct. fucking... Yep. Music or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So she's there's not, a ton of them. She's not even in the top infinity, is what you're saying. Congratulations, folks. You're making a great argument. She's top uh, No, but if people we actually know, like, I, every day I'm shocked by some weirdo on, uh, who is it, Chidora? Um, there's a black comedian I follow, uh, C-H-E-D-U-R-A. He's got hot-ass girls on his fucking Instagram all day. And, uh, and I'm always shocked of, like, oh, who is that? I never know that human existed in the world. But that's a different story, you know? We could go to Italy tomorrow and then meet somebody in the street and be I don't like, know holy about shit. Italy. I've been to Italy a lot. You don't really run into tents on the street over there, frankly. There's no hot girls in Italy? I've never no, been. No, like uh, Croatia, okay. big time. All right. Um, Israel, big time. Okay. It's a, but, you know, it's like uh, Eastern European women and uh, Israeli women are very similar in that it's either they're they're either linebacker or just fucking gorgeous unnecessarily so gal right? gadot is the only israeli chick i know and yes this, she that that'll Natalie play, Portman. That'll go, play. F- just Taylor put Cornus. in the put in the hash my pussy hey, go, he wants my pussy go on instagram sometime and search the hashtag idf mm-hmm. and then like babe or chick or something like that and you'll you can scroll for three days that's right oh, don't uh, they all have to join the military yeah. Men IDF, and women? uh tiktok is just loaded oh, dude Bob, go to go to Instagram right now and just search. Oh, okay, search Let's for the hashtag it. IDF and just go through it. Some of it's going to yeah. be terrorism. Well, I'd say what, Bob, but we'll, there's a lot of titties on there. We'll pull up our uh, our top story first, yeah. and then uh, and then we'll go there afterwards. That'll give you some time, I think, Bob. What do you think? How do you feel about that, Bob? Whatever. Okay, great, <laughs> great, dude. He just he just showed up. Yeah, he he's just he showed up for the booze, and he's just like, holy shit! All right, since it's in my face, go ahead and put it up now. Let's see it. Holy shit. Uh, so these are all Israeli soldiers? Yeah. God damn. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Eh. Mm. Eh, it's a little much. It's a great picture. All right, all right. All right. There we go. Yep. It's like Melania. Yep. Keep going. What do we got there? Um, 
Another yeah. one for you. All right. You yeah. got to put in a you got to put in a hashtag like beach or bikini or something like that. This no, is, these are all these are, these, uh, are, these are all IDF girls is this hashtag. Yeah, these are all pretty good. Uh, who's that blonde up there? Look at her. What do you think she did all day, Dan? Um, chug dong probably. Out in the feet, but she was out doing blowing up things. Look at her, dude. Yeah, she's murdering no, nobody, she's murdering no, nobody's got hair like that after they've spent the afternoon blowing things up. You don't think so? You don't yeah. think she murdered a bunch of Palestinians and no, then just showed up? Beefy, Look at this. Cutie. Look at this cutie. That's nice. That's the girl next door vibe where she's got a little flower in her hair. Uh, also didn't know there was uh, fields of flowers like that in is- Israel. It's not but a, a desert. I've never been. Yeah, yeah it's I've not never a been. It's, it's a Mediterranean climate for all, the most part. All I think of is Jesus. You know, sand and fucking... The Wailing Wall. That's all I know. Why, wait, why do you think of sand when you think of Jesus? Uh, just kind of where he was drugged through in, that's uh, Moses, in Passion bro. of the Christ. Oh, well, that wasn't real. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's all I think of because I've never been. He was also in the desert 40 days. Yeah. yeah. So no, blame fucking Mel Gibson. Don't come for me. Yeah. All I know is Mel Gibson, bro. And I can't wait for that sequel. Still passionate that's coming out next year. Looking forward to that goddamn thing. But uh, yeah, I'll give you these chicks. Let's go. And then don't forget, don't forget the goat. Who? Gal Gadot. That's what I said. Oh, I, said, said that earlier, I said Gal yeah. Gadot. But like, you, you can look at, uh, I, I don't know what they're called, but the Swedish military chicks as well are fucking smoke shots. Well, you could have just ended at Swede and we're good. Well, you again, know? it's you know Northern and Eastern European. It's one of two yeah. kind of situations. You're, you're either hot or, or you're not. not hot. Okay. There's no fives and sixes over there. It's all fucking tens and twos. Yeah. yeah. Which is you know a good reminder to keep your hands on the steering wheel. Sure is, kids. Buckle up. Click it or ticket, all right? This has been a paid service announcement because of our reckless driving. It sure has been. Take sure the pledge. Sure has been. Take Put the, the phone down. <laughs> Take Put the pledge. Put the phone down. So Bob, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a vehicle that drives drives myself. Bob's now. not even working now. He's just looking at pictures of Israeli girls. Sure is. The I, once he's locked in, you can't see it. Again, these screens are very, very tiny over here. we got a listener in the studio who can vouch for that. Mm. 12 tiny screens there. One of them is still on Bob's computer. Whenever yeah. we bring up one of these uh, gals, yeah, look at that. Bob he's is been, already... He spent the next like 30 minutes just looking at women. He's already 15 pages down. Wait, why is she quoting Avril Lavigne? Why not? Who knows? Why I, not, I, I want to join the I don't know if I'm military. comfortable with that. I'm in. Quote Avril Lavigne. Let's party. And Cuban women as well. Like that's, oh, well, that's a but given, they don't, too. They don't, uh, they don't well, age well. Cuban-American women age well. I don't Cubans know. in general do not age well. Cuban women no. in Dan, America? Dan, when we were in Miami, no. Dan was like, yeah, don't get sucked into these Cuban chicks. They they age like fucking milk. That's really that's true. It's 100% percent. true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, this is an Orlando guy. No, have you met any Cuban women's like moms? Moms? Yeah, I have, actually. They're all massive. The only Cuban... Well, maybe this is anecdotal. The only Cuban woman I give a shit about her mom is still hot. And Who's that? Uh, well, nobody that you would know. Oh, okay, I got you. But, I didn't know if there was yeah. so many famous. No, 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 no one famous. Right. Someone I actually know. Okay. Yeah. But maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, just... I have a bigger sample size. Maybe it's a wealth thing. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, top still, story of the day. Bob's still scrolling, yeah. dude. But you're not going to stop Bob from scrolling there. Look <laughs> at this, dude. Holy shit. Keep scrolling. If you're on <laughs> Patreon, you can at least see all these broads, these fucking bruisers. Look Ooh. at these. Look at that. The booty. No, there's a lot of them. A lot going on over there. No comments. It yet. takes a nice ass to win a war. It sure does. A lot does. of people don't know that. It sure does. So, uh, a lot of people say we wouldn't be in this war with uh, with Russia right now if we just had sent some hot ass over yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, or they at, had their women fight. They are. Yeah, and look at Captain yeah. America's ass. Yeah, that's true. That was a pretty nice ass. Yeah, Chris and Evans does have a nice. We ass. won. All we we beat movies. everybody, even Shield later on after they took over. We our, won every uh, single one yeah, of those so. movies. Look at this! Look at this! Just alternate universe Brooklyn, real quick. 
Oh man, oh, that, wow. I got to tell you, there's not a whole lot that can make me instantly hard that isn't <laughs> violent, mm-hmm. but that'll do it right there. <laughs> Describe for the audio listeners there what uh, yeah, uh, these it chicks up, are wearing up. So here. basically, it looks like they're at a fucking outside of a, a nicer bodega, but a bodega in yep. Brooklyn somewhere. They're wearing jeans and t-shirts and vans. funny hats and uh, vans. One chick's got vans on. The other chick's got like platform tennis shoes on. Yeah, and they both have their service rifles slung over their back. I mean, that's... Honestly, I may have just came. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Hard to say when you're wearing a diapy. Uh, our top story, though, is Quado's back. All right? They got rid of the double. He's back. And I, look, I think he's fine. I'm, we're going to play the footage. And the audio listeners, you can hear his speech today. I don't really see what the problem is. Uh, I think everything's going to be fine with him. This this all seems normal. And uh, the state of Pennsylvania really did it. They rallied together. They went outside. They got on their, their front porch. And they all cupped their hand around the side of their mouth and screamed out, Hey, you guys! So again, play uh, Quado's first day back. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and nutrition, especially crops, organics, and research, to order. Oh, boy. Chairwoman Stevenow. Morning. <laughs> Morning. Ranking member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. Oh, boy. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. Is this AI? Is this an AI voice? It sounds like an immigrant speaking English for the first first time, doesn't it? Rural communities and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my ranking member, Senator Braun. I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and piracy in the country. This is my this is in my, my time and child in first grade. Reading. You gotta wonder how they're all keeping the a straight governor. face around. They're not. Right. You I see that that woman keeps looking around of like, is, are we being fucking punked? That's Debbie Stabenow, hunger by the way. Is not a Republican or a Democrat issue, which it's is pretty dope. I, I like names with the word stab in them. Yeah. Although it's surprising to see it on a white woman and not a Latina, because they're more stabby historically speaking. Right. We need to oh, come yeah, yeah. together and stop playing political games with Americans' access to food. I mean, this Americans is crazy. This sounds sure. like when you were in first grade uh, and the, Corey, the teacher called on you to read a paragraph. Yeah, and, you, and it was the first time reading aloud. Hi, my name is, is John Fetterman. Skimming, which was when somebody stole money and he relied from its SNAP EBT. Mr. Jor is not the first Pennsylvanian I've heard this from. I fear he won't be the last... And I will work in this farm bill to modernize. Uh, farm is a tough word, though, to be honest. I mean, is it farm or is it firm? Right? How do you say farm, uh, Bob? Because you say warm weird. Yeah, it says form. Farm. And you say warm? Warm. Oh, my God. It's weird, man. Same word. Farm and warm. It's pretty warm on the farm. (laughs) That makes me want to kill myself. I'm not going to lie. I just got back from school, had some homework from the marm. Yeah. That is your state senator, Pennsylvania. You know what would be really funny is if his assistant just walked up and handed him like a fucking juice pack or something uh, afterwards. A bo- a Here's a Capri Sun, buddy. Here's some uh, sliced oranges. Yeah. Um, try Holy not to get cramps. fucking shit. Is, I, like, that's worse than I imagined. 
Um, now, this clip just started circulating right before we walked into the studio today on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God, man. Um, I, what, like, what do you say at this point? Like, I, I honestly feel bad for the guy, and uh, I, I also feel bad for the people that are... At this point, this is some form of abuse where you're just trotting this guy out to, to fail in this fashion, and then these videos get shuttled around everywhere all over the internet. I um, guess I might feel some kind of way about it if... They weren't also doing that with the presidency right now. Yeah, you know what I mean, so, I, I, and and with Diane Feinstein, who's like being propped up. She's dead. Like what the fuck? Dude? I, I, she's still in the hospital, and, and she said she's not coming back. Yeah, either. What, what's her nuts? Um, uh, cursing Gillibrand is like. Yes, it's gonna be fine. She'll be back. It's fine. Like what the fuck, dude? No, she's it's eighty-nine okay. years old. It's it is not okay. going to be fine. I mean, how bad does something have to be before you'll admit? And it, and it wouldn't be. I don't know that they think it's not politically advantageous to do it. California is not electing a Republican to replace her. No. Feinstein, right? That's no. just not happening. There's mm-hmm. no fucking chance of that happening. So find the next person. That's what I don't really get. And even so, if you're Fetterman right now uh, and you're looking at this. And I know we had talked about this in the past, that so they were kind of trying to stretch this out till August, that he was incapacitated, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then replace him. Is this what this is for? After watching this video today, that's the only thing that makes sense. It, it will be another Democrat, right? Like, they, they, can't, they can't have another vote? Um, I don't know when she's up for re-election. Um, is it she is not running again um, yeah but I mean like when is that seat up for re-election pretty soon because Katie Porter announced like a so while if it's, ago if it's 24 then they'll just hang even, I, they wouldn't even go to the trouble I don't think the governor has the ability to call a special election for that seat mm-hmm. or maybe to appoint somebody but would it matter really well I think, I think so. in Pennsylvania it would I, so oh, I, mean, I think in Pennsylvania yes I, I think in Pennsylvania it would so in, in Pennsylvania, California it wouldn't matter so in, who gives a shit in Pennsylvania if um I, I, we'd said this before it's on the show, but if yeah, well, Pennsylvania's no, I'm saying yeah, California. Yeah. I just California's 24, so okay. they wouldn't even bother. Probably they would just leave the seat vacant. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so but then- to your point, Pennsylvania, we did this research before. If Fetterman hadn't come back, or he had died before August 4th, then it would be a special election. But after that, the governor would just appoint somebody. Okay, and I think maybe I don't know about Pennsylvania. But I think the state legislature has to sign off on the appointment or something like There's that. There's different rules for every yeah, state. Yeah, it depends. Like <laughs> yeah. Chicago was different. That's why Blagojevich spent time in jail for trying Blago. to sell Obama like, seat and shit. Yeah, you can't just get this shit for free. No, you can't. Um, and in Pennsylvania, I, I think you have an, like it was close enough that yeah, if, if, it, if there was some form of runoff between a Republican and a Democrat, a Republican would probably win it. Because after watching this, everybody's got buyer's remorse on this fucking guy. And, uh, and I, look, I understand why. But uh, if they're going to stretch this out till August, at least stash him away in a closet, like a broom well, closet. There's nothing to be done now. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the process is for um, determining like what body adjudicates whether he's mentally fit to serve anymore, right? I don't know how that even works. I don't either. I mean, I... You could, go to, you could this, go to different doctors and they're going to tell you whatever answer you sure, need to yeah, hear. But forget about even if a doctor came out right now, his personal doctor broke all the rules and came out and did a press conference right now and said, Fetterman is not mentally fit to stand or to sit in that uh, seat, to be in that office. Who decides? What is the process like there? Who has the right then to say, okay, you're done? 
the voters in four years or five years from now. Right, but, but not now. In the interim, I don't yeah. know the answer to that question. Bob, do you have any insight on no, that? No, because they, they, they tried to get the doctor's records from him when he was running, and he wouldn't give those up either. So as long as you get a, a, a you know, a thumbs up because i remember when trump went in uh, and they were like oh he's fine biden went in they were like oh he's mm-hmm. fine a- anybody will tell you you're fine yeah but even like we, we're watching this dick hole right now and he can barely string a sentence together what if it continues to get worse again like it did before where he couldn't speak and shit right i, I don't think this you, is going to get any better right so then who has the right or responsibility as it were to get him out of office and get a new person in it, it is not the voter uh because recalling a member of congress is prohibited by the constitution right so i didn't know that yeah okay so he would have to be what impeached by the congress i guess by by what he's technically i mean i don't know what that's like because there's no 25th amendment for the congress for the no. houses for the house or senate like that's not a thing so. it'd be expelled so, but what does that process? Look yeah, like? I was gonna say. So, what does that what does that look like? Um, because to be honest with you, like after watching this video today, as sad and fucking strange as it is, um, even looking back at all this, I've talked about a great reset in American government for a while now. At this point, I don't know anybody I like on either side. Okay, so like who I'm really mm. rooting for, and I'm like, that's a good dude. I thought when Joe Kent was on the show, I actually liked him a lot. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get in. No, I mean, he's a little too close to Trump. I think that's why he's not going to succeed up there. But I thought he was smart. He had good ideas. Some of them were very central. And I was like, I actually enjoyed him and I believed in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he just didn't win. Uh, go ahead, Bob. Takes a two-thirds vote to expel. Of Senate. both houses or just the Senate? Uh, it's Each house has their own Okay. Oh, then they're each, not chamber, gonna, each chamber has their own rules. So they'll, they'll never get that. He'll be in a fucking wheelchair. Well, Stephen Hawking. Well, also, for, then I mean, Strom Thur- Thurman was uh, in office until he was what a hundred, hundred yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a Jeopardy question last he night. He also actually. ran. I don't. I don't know if most people know this, but Strom Thurman uh, ran on the segregationist ticket for president yep. in 1948. Yep. Uh, out of South Carolina, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. Oh, that was your state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And there was like a statue of him and all kinds of real sources. There was a statue of him at my church. Yeah. People love that motherfucker. <laughs> there was a pla- not a statue, but a bust and a plaque. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. I love a good bust. And then, the, you know what the really funny part was? Trying to, when these uh, Cameroonian immigrants came in and became a member, like 40 or 50 of them moved into the area and became part of our church, explaining to them who Strom Thurmond was was pretty fun. <laughs> it's like, well, so... Uh, wouldn't have been a fan of yours no specifically just but, based on your skin uh, well it's the french thing he's not a guy sure you know, cameroonians are french so but uh to, to go back to what i was saying earlier about this fetterman thing right with with both sides uh and these fucking retards who are just filling up our government um we were close to having herschel in there as well uh and that's been a joke bob how is herschel doing right now see are all the votes in because he might have a shot at getting back in or no uh, he's got to be preparing to run for Congress. Yeah, which, I would imagine. I mean, he yeah. does have quite a bit of momentum going because that was a close It was a very close race. race. So he could definitely win a congressional yeah. seat. Um, but with that, who, who, who else is left that you genuinely like? Like, I was going through it. Like, I hate Lindsey Graham. It, look, I, I vote Republican. That's no shock, obviously. But, like, I hate Lindsey Graham. I don't like Ted Cruz. I don't like uh, Mitch McConnell. I don't like the, the, the leaders that you see out in front. I don't like Dan Crenshaw. Um, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene's a fucking moron. Uh, Lowen Bobert uh, is is hot, but uh, that's kind of where that yeah, ends the ones for you, me. Well, the, that's like the inverse of the normal thing. So if somebody is 
competent at their job, mm-hmm. then you say that. And if they're hot, you say they're hot. But if you say they got a good personality, yeah, chances well, are they're, they're kind of dumpy. And if you say they're hot in relation to their competence at their job, that second part probably is not there. Right. Um, look, I, I thought... And she's not hot. I've seen her in person a bunch. She's... Matt Gates is a little too slick for me, where it's like, there's there's a dirt bag there. Lubed up, you mean? Yeah. A little too slick little down, up, there, yeah. down I think- there. Um, I would have said Trey Gowdy. Uh, I, I I thought he was a smart guy who was, was trying to do his best. He's a, he looks like a weirdo, though. Yes. Like, you can't... Nobody's gonna He's follow. A tiny nobody's gonna follow uh, like a president Kyle. Nope. Or something like that. And if you look like a fucking weirdo, Ross Perot should have been our president in the nineties. Yes. Frankly, right? Because he didn't give a fuck about any of the social shit. He just wanted the economy to be good. That's all he cared about. I think that might have been my first vote. Maybe. Well, you were like, uh, you were no, 30, that was that would have been. And nineteen ninety six was his last time running, and you were what thirty five? No, then? I wasn't old enough. Fuck, dude. God damn, I think no. you were 35 or 40. I just turned 30. Why is Jesse fucking poking around in my eyeline over here? Do I need to go Christian Bale? Stay out of my fucking eyeline. She's got a... Bruce! Bruce! That's still one of my favorite videos of all time. Do you to fuck with your fucking lights? <laughs> she's getting ready for Crime Corner later. Oh, shit. She's dancing. Yeah, but but all these fucking people, man. I, I can't think of one on either side where I'm like, that's a brilliant person who could potentially lead our nation. Um, there's a guy running right now uh, who's supposed to be on the show. And Bob, how many times has he been booked? And we Vivek were worried. Ramaswamy? No, uh, RFK Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is running once now. Or twice. He's been booked once or twice. And our worry was, we can tell the audience this now because we're on Patreon and we don't give a fuck, is uh, he was going hard against the vaccines and channels were getting deleted left and right, whoever well, had on RFK yeah. Jr. Goes, at the time. He goes hard against... All vaccines. Totally. So let me blow your mind, Bob, because this blew mine today. What, that he's married to Cheryl Hines? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that until yep. Bob said it earlier. Yeah. What the fuck? Cheryl Hines was trending. I actually knew that and forgot. I was like, oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Yeah. From Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. I, I, so, okay. I've met, I've met her. Uh, I had, She brought me in for one of her shows. It was on, uh, God damn it. There were RAs in a fucking college thing. And it was very funny. She was so unbelievably nice and polite and all that other shit. If you would have told me she was married to RFK Jr., my head would have exploded. UCF zone. I can't believe it. Is that I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wait. Cheryl Hines is UCF? Oh, I thought, I thought you said R. I thought you meant okay. RFK. I was, was like, UCF. yo, are you taking that one? I'd be like me saying Jeffrey Dahmer, Ohio State zone, you know? No, I try to avoid that one. But I had no fucking idea. So uh, on the Hollywood side of this, she threw a big party where everybody had to be vaccinated and wearing masks to get in. How the fuck is she married to RFK Jr.? Well, how did uh, uh, the Raging Cajun and his wife stay married all those years? I guess things were a little less tumultuous. Well, they were out of office. So, you know, they weren't he wasn't doing anything and they were just kind of talking heads on a on a thing, right? Whereas RFK Jr is running for president. Yeah, right but now. fucking uh uh he's still out there talking a lot of shit. Tons. Tons. Not, not RFK Jr. I mean, uh what's his nuts? Um fucking Christ. RFK Jr too, man, cuz he got rebooked and it, I think Bob it was a book about the vaccines is what we were going to discuss that day. Uh but yeah, when I saw her name pop Carville. up, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, James Carville. Yeah, what about him? He's he and his wife. He is a uh, leftist, and his wife is a conservative. Correct, but they're not in office, right? So they're not in a big position of office. I guess she fucking worked for Dick Cheney until 
the early 2000s. And really? he was, yeah. he was uh, on the Clinton administration and campaign. Yeah. Or one or the other or both. I can't uh, remember. Okay, so then looking back at it, right? But still, Shit still, didn't really get crazy yeah, about yeah. politics until Trump, 2015. Really. So like back then... You could have civil conversations with people. You could sit down at dinner. You don't have to worry about going home for Thanksgiving or any of that bullshit. And I think you could marry somebody from a different party. I certainly would have looked at that time period them and said, yes, I, I could have dated or married somebody from a different party. And it, we would have had some laughs about it or whatever. But now I, I certainly can't say that. That's because now everyone is the... It used to be you either had that cousin who was a freshman in college... Mm-hmm. Right or your crazy uncle, right? Yes. You either had woke yeah. cousin or <laughs> yeah. crazy uncle. Yeah. Now everyone at the table is woke cousin and crazy uncle. Correct. Everyone at the fucking table. There, and there's no real middle yeah. ground there. Uh, I've been fortunate to meet a few of them out in Austin who are you know both and it's uh, everything is cordial and fine and all that other stuff. And uh, but yeah, typically Bob, you are right. You've got the the kid who's a freshman in college. Who thinks you can still save the world, change the world. And just like, yeah, I, everything I learned will blow your mind. Yep. Like, fucking decolonize. And, and then, then as soon as that first tax bill comes in when you're 24 years old for whatever starter job you have, then you start to hate the government and, and start to become a Republican right around 28, 29 when you're trying to buy a house and shit. Not anymore. There's no more home buying. What's that? There's no more home buying. I, I know. I know. I, Jesse was talking That's about That's the problem time. is people aren't aging into their Republican and conservative natures. Like, the cycle is off. It is, because uh, usually you care, and, and you're trying to get a house and all that stuff, but uh, it'll be rentals forever for the next generation, which is why uh, daddy's uh, got to push some seltzer here in case my, my little dum-dums can't afford a house either as they get older. But as far as politics is concerned, I try to think of one person. Do you have one that you genuinely like that you think could actually make a difference from either one of these fucking parties? No. Not one, right? Po- all politicians I are cunts. Understand that. All of them. But usually there's one or two that are like, hey, dude, I'm doing this for the right reasons. I want to change my community or my thing or whatever. I don't know that many. And then local politics is worse. I mean, worse, dude. So I don't even know anybody around here that I'd be like, hey, come on the show and let, let me stump for you. You know? I guess um, the closest would be somebody like Thomas Massey or Rand Paul because they're actual experts, right? Rand Paul is a, is a, a medical professional. He's a doctor. I, a I real like doctor. Rand Paul. I do. And Thomas Massey okay. has his PhD in mathematics from MIT. I don't know anything about him, by the way. He's that dude that took that really cringy photo with his family for Christmas where they're all holding guns and shit. Oh, Christ. Remember that guy? Yeah. And, but you check right the fuck out of there when you do something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the hard part about it. Um, so I didn't know him until you said that picture, and I was like, "Oh, that guy." But his his politics are pretty sound. Um, he he, as a matter of fact, I think he made a post today about the Restrict Act and how uh, he believes that TikTok is a fucking is a is is just the scourge of the West. You know, terrible for society. But what right does the government have to tell you whether or not you should be on it? Right, you know what I mean. Right, which I think is a pretty reasonable thing to say. Um, <clears throat> but both of those guys are still pretty cringy, right? I think. Um, yes, and they're they're entering. I don't know how long Paul has been in office, but they've both been in office for a while now. Oh, forever. Uh, Rand Paul in Kentucky has been there for fucking ever, dude. Uh, the other guy I don't know too much about, except for his Christmas cards. 
And uh, yeah, it's getting worse and worse. And I, I don't know what's going to happen with all of this uh, because right now, DeSantis isn't doing that well on the Republican side. Um, and when I say doing that well, uh, and Dan can attest to this, it, it's about donors and where donors' money is going. And what they do is they have these test luncheons. We've talked about them in the past. And Dan and I are still on these emails from Democrats and shit like that, just because you want to know who's coming up and rising in the ranks so we can talk about it on the show. So far, the first few meetings that DeSantis has had with these donors have not gone that <clears throat> great. Which speaks to his character, probably. Yes. Right? It, 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 it is probably true, and I, and I say probably like I don't know people working on his campaign, but it is probably true that he is refusing to kowtow to certain corporations in America right now. And that's why these meetings aren't going well. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Uh, so from, from a voter's perspective... <clears throat> that is a good thing. Now, I don't know enough about him behind the scenes at this point uh, to uh, endorse one way or the other. Not that I would anyways, but um, that is the sense that I'm getting is that these people are asking him about regulatory stuff and mm -hmm. this and that, and he's not playing ball, right? And they're not thrilled about it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, you know... Maybe he's doing that intentionally. Maybe he's doing that because at some point he's going to release that information and say why this and this are happening and, and you know, maybe hold a, a fire to their feet, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, the other th part about it is, so we went to uh, Washington to, to kind of gauge, you know, the donors and everything else. Meanwhile, there is a massive flood in Fort Lauderdale. Bob, if you can bring this up. I don't know what this is caused by because there was no hurricane or anything else. It's just rain. There is a massive flood going on in Fort Lauderdale, and they're under uh, emergency there for that, that city. And the mayor said he hasn't even heard from DeSantis. Then that hit the media as well. If you're in D.C. meeting with donors and all that other shit, that's fine. That is a very, very quick flight. Probably private for Ron DeSantis, I would imagine. Just go home, meet with the people, and then go back to your donor bullshit after this. But make sure your state and your city is taken care of. But these photos that are coming in, like I, the ones that are on screen right now. I present to you the most Fort Lauderdale flood photo possible. Look <laughs> at that, dude. In his Porsche on the highway. How do you get caught That's in a rainstorm? That's a Mazda Miata. Is it really? Or a Mazda No, 3. that's a Porsche. I think it's a Porsche. Are you yeah. sure about yeah. that? Yep. Giorgio, do you it's, know you Porsches, tell, you bro? You can tell from the front end. Do you even Porsche, bro? Bro, I'm, I'd, I'd put some money on it. I'd that, that's a Miata versus a Porsche? I don't think that's... Maybe a Scion? No. This, I, is, this looks Japanese to me. I think it's a me. Porsche. I think it's a fucking Porsche, bro. Uh, but pull up some of those other photos, Bob, that are on Twitter. I mean... You have like hotels and streets and bars and restaurants that are flooded I out right now. I want another one of this car. I, well, I me, we'll get the answer me, to the car. Let me car, ask you this: but, what, what, what would first of all the the uh, the mayor saying that DeSantis that he hasn't heard from him? That's probably a lie. I no, don't believe that. So he got caught. It was, it, it, I, I watched it. it. Was a live a live press conference, and some of the media had asked him, and uh, uh, he was caught off guard by it. He goes, because uh, he wasn't slamming DeSantis. He goes. No, I actually, I have not heard from him. I'm sure he's busy doing something. And then that clip got around and they're like, well, you know what he's busy doing? He's trying to get fucking money out of donors in D.C. Um, and I understand of like, what, what's the, the governor going to do there? It's just the optics of it. And I felt the same way about East Palestine, Ohio. Buttigieg should have been there the day after. Just go 
Meet the people, get some photos, let them think you care because we all know that all these politicians really don't give a shit anyways. And just at least keep the optics good and it looks good for your states, your candidacy, and all that other shit. Just pop on down. I know it's a bitch, but just get on your fucking jet in the middle of the night. Maybe, but what would he be doing there? Saying, hey, we're going to fix this. We're going to get some government aid. Everything's going to be okay. So while people are trapped in their homes or evacuating, he's what's supposed to stand, stand in the town square on a soapbox to say it's going to be okay. That's fucking gay. That's what everybody does, though. That's stupid. But that's what every president way, has done in this, the history of, this, of our country. This mayor, uh, Trentalis, is gay, right? Which means he hates DeSantis. I don't believe that shit about him being caught off guard. I don't. That's not. That's not real. You can play it. And I, he's he's a total leftist. He's a defund the police guy. So I don't believe anything people like that say. They're fucking crazy. I, he didn't say anything bad about DeSantis though. In the press, sure he did. He, I mean, that's a very subtle way. Like, oh, I haven't heard from the guy. I, you, that's, you, that's, I tell you what, play the clip. He, play the he, clip, and you be the judge. He, I, I saw it live. Well, I read so the, I read it was pretty the, easy. I didn't see it, but I read yeah, the interview. Well, and he, you can watch it it's he, right here. He goes on to say after that he had heard from Buttigieg. So all of a sudden, the first time in history, this dude's actually doing his job, but DeSantis isn't. I mean, that's the message. Okay. Play, play it real quick. Turn it up. I'm reading his lips. It's fine. Have you spoken with Governor DeSantis? Governor DeSantis has not yet called. Um, uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm sure he's uh, very interested in what's going on here, and uh, we're happy to work with his office. In the meantime, the state agencies have we've been working with them. The Fish and Wildlife uh, Office has been working. So with them. Like people, he's, he's not like he's throwing them under the bus. So the people, he's saying, "Hey, dude, I haven't heard from the people that actually have something to do." The state agencies, after the governor did declare a state of emergency, are doing their job. Yeah. So he just hasn't gotten a pep talk from the boss yet. Totally. That's the- and, and look, again, I don't think he was slamming DeSantis in this whatsoever. However, the optics of it are bad for the media, especially when you're going, you're in D.C. looking for fucking money. And if it was for something else, sure. Uh, but not this. I just don't care about this. It's dumb. Well, I, that, that's what's going mean, to happen. It's one thing if it's like, yeah, I mean, the op- I guess the optics are fucking dumb, but well, oh, my God. This is why I would never run for political office because people care more about what things look like than how they are. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. That's really stupid to, to think that way. Um, and it's no different on, uh, on the left side with uh, who's that dickhead in California? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is doing the same shit, so he's trotting around, going everywhere, looking for money right now as well, yeah. in case Biden doesn't run. Yeah, but like people will, people I've seen him on Twitter trying to compare this to um, Ted Cruz going on vacation during a freeze, or it is not that, or or he didn't leave, or uh, uh, Newsom going to the French Laundry during lockdowns and stuff like that. It's not the same. It's thing. not the same. It, it isn't. But uh, still, you know, and people I, are I talking about it. I don't him. give a fuck about DeSantis one way or the other. I don't care about any of these politicians. I just, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. I, but again, but it's also most dumb everybody he, wants you there. If he's, if he's going to be in politics, he knows that how this looks. So it's dumb for him to not do it, too. Kids, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Come on now. You know they got the half off on those bundle packages. Been talking about it for the last couple weeks. They're leaving it. I, I don't think they're... I haven't got any... I'm looking through my emails right now. They have not sent me anything that says they are taking that down. So take advantage of this uh, while it is still up. I don't know how long that will last, but uh, what a fucking dream, dude. Half off the adjustable base in the mattress when you get it in the bundle package. 
Uh, 50% off. That's legit, dude. Uh, their most popular version of this is the Split King. Um, now, I know this is a big uh, ticket purchase here. It's a big item. You got to spend some cash. Uh, but a, a good mattress will last you between five and seven years. And they do have a three-year pay-as-you-go program at checkouts, including this half-off uh, bundle package that, uh, that I'm talking about here. So take advantage of that and kind of space it out. Um, all of us need a good night's sleep. If I didn't have one of these goddamn beds, dude, I'd be a mess every day. Just an absolute mess. Now, if you're saying to yourself, Ross, I've already got the adjustable base. I just need the mattress. Am I getting any deals? Yes, you are. You're getting 40% off everything in the entire store with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, including those mattresses. And when you get a new mattress, you're getting two free luxury pillows with it. And I promise you, the pillows are just as good as the mattress. Uh, also, the sheets are super underrated. I've got them in every room in my house. Uh, I got the covers on the bed to protect the mattress because I got kids running around eating nachos. Uh, late at nights when they shouldn't be, ding it, and I got to keep an eye on it. I don't want the mattress ruined. Uh, they've also got a weighted blanket that everybody else loves. I just can't do it because I can't sleep that long. Uh, but head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. I told you about the three-year plan. Take advantage of that uh, and use that promo code drinking bros for everything. It doesn't matter how many items you have. If you get 40% off there. And uh, if you get the Split King option that's half off, you can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, this, this episode is also brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, and what a perfect time, considering April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, to help raise awareness and to fundraise for a good cause. The leaders in the below the waist grooming. Uh, have partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to remind you to check your gold nuggets this month for anything not so golden. And while you're down there, shave your balls while you save your balls. Support a good cause and go to manscaped.com and use the code Bros to get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, once again, since April is National Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, I want to take a second to talk about men's health issues that are important to us. Uh, did you know that one guy every hour, every day is diagnosed with t- t- testicular cancer? This is a reminder to all the men listening to check themselves. In addition, uh, Manscaped is providing the right tools and solutions for safe and easy manscaping, uh, and they've partnered up with the Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for it, uh, so much so... Uh, they've, they've got a special edition TCS Lawnmower 4.0 electric waterproof trimmer. Now, this one's purple. The one that I have is black, uh, and I got to order this one, but they've only made 10,000 of these. They're special units, uh, only 10,000 in existence, and, and when they sold out, they're gone. Uh, so get yours today while supplies last. Uh, with the launch of this special edition lawnmower down there to shave your pubes on that old 4.0 purple trimmer, Manscaped will be donating $50,000 to their longtime partner, the Testicular Cancer Society, uh, to help those impacted by testicular cancer. Get the new lawnmower 4.0 TCS special edition trimmer and help Manscaped raise awareness and give back to Testicular Cancer Society. You can go ahead and visit manscaped.com slash TCS to learn more about how to check yourself 
while enjoying your Manscaped products at home. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. Make sure to spread the news and tell your buddies to check themselves in Testicular Awareness Month. It is. I mean, I remember we had a hurricane in Wilmington, and uh, it wasn't that bad. It was like a two or a three. Nothing crazy like they had a couple years ago in in Florida and Fort Myers that kind of wiped out everything. But uh, Trump came down. He was down there in, uh, in Wrightsville Beach, you know, and I was just like, oh, shit. All right. Well, I, I, for what I, I was like, well, at least somebody's here, I guess. That's cool. I mean, Trump will go out of his way to get his picture taken. Yeah. And that's what, the, that's what that job really is mm. at the end of the day. Um, I want to chat about this, uh, this Fox News lawsuit yesterday. We brought it up a little bit at the end of the show because it had just broke at that point for $787 million. And uh, they were like, you know, it's an embarrassment for Fox and all this other shit. It really isn't. Uh, all these news networks, and it's a, it's a fucking sham that we have to call them news networks because they're not. It's just opinions at the end of the day. They're nothing more than glorified podcasts with just a little more info than we have. All of them at the end of the day. Um, with this, everybody's like, yeah, you know, fucking see it. Jake Tapper's laughing his ass off right now. No, Jake Tapper was the one who, who lost a, a gajillion dollars for CNN during that Nick Sandman thing as well. And they settled that out of court, too. So same with the Washington Post. They yes. settled out of court as well. I yes. wonder, like, we don't know. We don't know what those um, numbers were. And I don't know why we know what these numbers are. Why did Fox News not request that the, the number not be published? I'm sure they did. It could have been part of Dominion's suit that said, hey, we want an apology and we want the number out there. And now that you can't ask for. So they must have asked for it. Um, and to get this much money out of it uh, for Fox, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Does it depend on the state that it was in? Maybe. Yeah. Um, where, to what, where was this? That's what, what I'm do you trying. know what state this was? And I can, I can tell you. So Dominion's based out of Denver, but that doesn't mean they did it in Colorado. Yeah. Well, the Post and the and the times would have or the sorry post who was the other one cnn washington post yeah. and cnn they're in not not in the same place either cnn's atlanta correct and post uh, would be virginia right because that's uh, where that's where the uh the Johnny so. trial was yep. is there the a post. dc yeah. federal court do they have their own federal courts inside of dc i don't know about that actually not sure because it's not technically a federally recognized independent area who knows? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's people have forgotten. They're making a huge deal about this Fox thing, but they forgot that literally. But the the projection is that CNN lost about four hundred million dollars on that deal. That was oh the yeah. Projection. yeah yeah yeah. So, Just don't don't go to these places for news. It's not yeah. Hey, it's don't not, go to these places for information. It's not information. No, it's, it's it's there to like. It's no different than social media. Like it's there to wind you up and keep you addicted mm. to their product. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it it literally is a, a glorified podcast at that point with just a little bit more information. But that information is going to be slanted to whichever side you you agree Whatever with or not horny. agree with. No. What do you want to hear? Whatever you know. gets you horny, I'll yeah. tell you. It's super. It's like going to a strip club for news. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. Oh, yeah. Daddy, you're so big. Yeah. So strong. I just at what point do we get rid of the term news for all of these organizations because they're not. I there's going to be some law eventually. But who's going to pass and enforce that law? Because, that's what, that, that's like what I you, was trying to think let, of. Let's last say night. you pass the law. There's a hypothetical law where it's illegal to report fake news. Mm -hmm. Let's just call it that. We're not going to get into what that constitutes or not. Each new administration, depending on their political party, will enforce that as they see fit. Right. Yeah. 
like Trump gets reelected in 24 and he would tell the FBI to, you know, enforce against one side and then, you know, whoever, whomever gets elected. Well, they're, well, they're doing it now, right? With, with, uh, the Hunter Biden shit. Like, mm. you know, they went to Facebook and Zuckerberg says himself, look, FBI went to Facebook, told him to shut down the story. They went to the New York post. They shut down the story. They went down everywhere and shut down the story. Yeah. Yes. Whatever party gets in there next could do the same. Why that never happened under Trump, I don't really understand unless the FBI just fucking hated him so much. Like, Well, yeah, they were actively working against him from the time he was campaigning. The FBI and CIA were spying on the Trump campaign while he was campaigning. They continued to spy on him after he was president-elect and then even into his own presidency. But how did he not know it is what I don't get. His children say that it was because he was naive. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think that that was it. Maybe incre- incredulous about no, they wouldn't do that. They this is there's a chain of command, um, and I believe, <clears throat> I believe his uh, middle son told us that if he had had it to do over again, if he gets reelected, he would fire everybody at the FBI. Pretty he much did, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, we knew those reports that that whole as soon as. The, intel- the FBI director and then the intelligence community people came out and started saying that this all this stuff was Russian disinformation or that he was colluding with Russia about this stuff. Because we knew about the Steele dossier thing a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. He should have fired everybody. He should have fired uh, uh, the heads of all the intelligence agencies and fired probably everybody inside of him. But, you know, you got to balance that with all the operations we have going on across the globe. Right. And the, the, he's, the he's still going through it now. The CIA specifically is run by fucking leftists. Now, that's why all of our friends left. You can ask any anybody that knows us that has worked at the agency, whether on the operations side or the intel side, the reason literally every single one of them have left is because of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're all out of there. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with all of this other shit. Cheryl Hines, uh, put up a picture of Cheryl Hines, by the way. So people know it's it's from okay. it's it's Larry David's wife and Curb Your Enthusiasm. If you don't know, I don't know her level of fame, by the way. But uh, just pop up I feel like a pitch. People just would definitely case. know, like you definitely know her if you I saw wonder. her. You know, not sure, not sure here. There you go. I know her, obviously, but you know, fuck. She got some heavies in that picture. I know. Oh yeah. yeah. What's up, girl? Yeah, what's up? We have some uh, breaking news. What do you some got unfor- here? I have some unfortunate breaking news. Um, shocking stuff, really. What? Uh, the actor who played Chucky, Ed Gale, has been caught sexting minors. No way. Were they real minors or just other dolls? Uh, you know, I think he wanted to take it to the next level and go with real boys. Holy shit. I mean, he just wants to be eye to eye. Yeah, look at that, right? dude. Fucking A. I never would have guessed that in 10, 15 minutes. Is that a thing in the midge community? There's a bunch of pedos or what? No, I just think, you know, you are, you do have a little bit of power in your life as a midget. And it's, it's that it's when they're under eight, you know, nine years old. Oh, you mean like physically? Yeah. Physically. And then height wise, like you could really, you know, impose your will, I guess, looking down on people. Like <laughs> the that. first reply to this Daily Mail tweet is another Democrat, another pedophile. Oh, God, dude. I, I didn't know that uh, the guy who played Chucky 20 years ago was, or I'm sorry, 40 yeah, years he ago. Yeah, stumped, he stumped for Biden, dude, yeah, big, in Pennsylvania. Big so. Hillary guy. Yeah, he was, uh, he might have been on stage with Fetterman. 
Shit, that might have been what they removed initially from Fetterman's neck. Is that guy? Yeah, he just fell off. And uh, he's and a vestigial twin. It, the rest of it kind of grew back there. Man, that breaks my heart, Bob. Not the Chucky star. Oh, look, I'm I as a, a Chucky super fan. I'm going to separate the art from the artist here. And you should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Uh, we've been talking about this writer strike potentially on the show here uh, that's supposed to happen on May 1st uh, out of Hollywood. Um, the numbers yesterday out of uh, Netflix and their, their call yesterday, if you have stock in Netflix, a lot of people do, a lot of listeners do. Uh, they've done well for many, many years. They are not doing well right now. Um, Netflix says they're all stocked up. And so they bought a bunch of shit and they're shooting a bunch of shit. And, uh, and if it happens, it happens great. However, the Netflix numbers are not great. And uh, yesterday, they only gained 100,000 subscribers after lowering the rates down to uh, 699, showing commercials, all those shit, cracking down on passwords. Um, they also dropped their budget by $1 billion on original content um, year over year. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. I think they might eventually sell to Apple. The other part of this is with uh, live football and gambling numbers doing so well out there, there's chatter that there's a conspiracy theory behind the scenes that they want to write a strike so that way it'll eliminate the programming in the fall. And then they don't have to pay TV writers and they can go back to making reality shit and not giving a fuck anymore because those are the, the lowest fucking hanging fruit that you could possibly do and the smallest budgets. That might be true. Um, I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is this uh, push by YouTube. Did you get the number for the football? Uh, was it 270? 249 if you sign up early, I guess before June 1st. Uh, you're going to get all the games out of market and all that other stuff. Amazon's already got football. Uh, who else? ESPN has football. NBC has football. CBS, Fox yeah. has football. I'm not going to pay for any of that. Uh, so you wouldn't watch a game that's like, I don't know. Out of market, I, you know. To be honest, I'm probably the aberration there. I'm probably because uh, I don't have a team. I like football, I like watching it, but I don't really care. Yeah, about a te- any particular team. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't bother. I'll just watch highlights, like I do with UFC. Like I don't. Oh, it, it takes a special. I'm a casual when it comes to UFC, and mm-hmm. I guess technically I'm a casual when it comes to football when uh, uh, viewing because I don't care about any particular team. I'm not a diehard. Right, but I think most people will probably pay that. Pay that. That seems like a good deal. I mean, it's about yeah. the same. That it's about the same. That that's because uh, I had Directv for years just because of that shit. stupid fucking package. Yeah, um, was there, and I hated Directv. But I think it's. I think it's actually all in. Probably a little bit cheaper, right? It is. Yeah, you got to have YouTube TV, which is only like what ten bucks a month, sixty nine ninety nine no, no, a no, month. No. YouTube TV, oh, is like 70, seventy bucks a month. Well, seventy bucks a month. But here is the thing: I will say this in their defense, I it's like a hundred and fucking sixty channels, and it's all the cool shit. Like they got, they got, they even have the Big Ten Network as part so of. So, do you, can you buy just the football? Or do you have to have the subscription as well? Uh, I believe you. You gotta have that subscription. No, you can you can have either or. Because that's three hundred. I mean, that's sixty bucks a month plus. Correct. Two fifty. So you can have either or. If you want it, it's a higher price. I think it's three seventy nine for the year if you don't have YouTube TV, um, and that's fine. Um, that's a lot of money. It, it is, but there's so many fucking games now that it's. But like, who's watching that many games? I think gambling. I feel like people watch one or two games a week, maybe three. I watch more since gambling was. Ever since we did the my bookie deal three what was that three years ago? Mm-hmm. When did the Supreme Court open it up to all fifty states? Nineteen. Yeah. So well, 
that it, four it, years. Yeah, it didn't go into effect until twenty. But yeah, that if you look at the ratings and the, and the meteoric rise of NFL and college football, it was during that time period. And we need to ask some yeah. regular people because we all gamble here. I wonder what just like the average Packers fan that lives in fucking uh, Milwaukee or some shit are they watching every like they'll watch the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, and the Thursday night game just mm-hmm. because it's football on to watch. Yeah. But do they go out of their way Sunday afternoon to watch more than one game if the Packers are on? It seems unlikely to me, but I don't know. It's tough to say. Like, I'm a Falcons fan. We're terrible, obviously. So, therefore... Yeah, but you gamble. You're not... You're, I gamble, but I, but I also want to watch good football. And we know this, obviously, from the sports show. I want to watch great teams. So, for a guy like me, with the Falcons being as shitty as they are, um, I will always turn on a Chiefs game. Even last night, or with the Warriors. Like, I'll always turn on Warriors game in the NBA. I'll always turn on the Chiefs to watch them try to dominate. Um, there's a handful of teams that I'll go out of my way for. But not or, or, too many. Or matchups. Yes. Right? Yep. Like, I, if, the, if the Chiefs were playing, like, the Texans uh-huh. tonight, maybe I'll watch it if I don't have anything else going on. If they're playing the Bills, I'm watching it, right? Yeah. Um, and that seems like... If you've got a monopoly, at what point? Not that they do have a monopoly, but I mean, if you're if you have a monopoly on the ability to provide every game, at what point does the NFL give you some say in the fucking scheduling, right? So the schedules come out. What the isn't it the Friday after the draft? So next week, or it's some, it's, a, it's yeah, a, week, yeah. a week or two after the draft. They maybe? really try to space it out yeah. so that way every day they're in the news <laughs> with something. Yeah, so it's like. At what point does Apple get to be like, hey, you know what would really be good based on our data? This, the people that like these two particular teams, you're going to get max value on this Thursday night or this Monday night or whatever, right? I think that, I think that's probably a smart thing to do, right? And we could be headed there. Because I think that's, with, with I think live that's TV a smart doing thing to well, do. And, and if this strike goes down, um, you're going to get everybody roped in for live sports or live events. Even Netflix tried it on Saturday and it was a fucking bust with Love is Blind. Because there have been these instances where um, it doesn't happen in the football playoffs much, but during the football season, sometimes other sports leagues or other events will, like the, the Triller thing, they tried to do Sunday night fights. Like, why would you do that during football know. season? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but there's a science to that. There's a science to putting stuff in the right time slot for the right people. To watch yeah um and i i assume that <clears throat> apple tv probably has a better grasp on that than the nfl does because the i mean look at the way they've scheduled those the opening thursday night game has been pretty good for the last four or five years mm-hmm. but games two through six are fucking dog shit every single year so so they changed that this upcoming year and now they're going to allow teams to play twice so i think they're going to start slotting them in there You'll, you'll probably see a couple more Chiefs games. Some of the better teams yeah. on Thursday night I mean, if football. you're a shit team, you shouldn't be playing on any day other than Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. You should only play there. It should be a penalty. And like, until the Falcons are good and that's my team, yeah. I don't want to see them on any other day, uh, night of the week, except for, for Sunday. I mean, it's a business. It is. Dude, if, if it's the Falcons-Texans on, oh, on Sunday night football or something, like, no, dude, we're not watching that. No, I'm not watching that. And bullshit. it's... Like the team can bitch about it. I don't know if they have any rights really there because the ownership and this is why people think college football is more exciting 
than the they'll NFL. change. Yeah. If there's a big fucking like if it, if let's say it's Tennessee Alabama in week six or something, right? Mm-hmm. But then they both suck or one of them sucks. It goes from the Sunday or the Saturday night game to the su- Saturday day game. Yeah. And yeah. a better also, game gets put out there. Exactly. Yeah. All of the games are out there, so you just naturally gravitate towards the good ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like you can. You can watch, you know, Nebraska play fucking Iowa if you want to. If you want to at noon. Yeah. Yeah. But there's another dope game on at noon noon that you can watch. And then there's a great afternoon game. There's a great evening game. But the NFL with their kind of shitty TV rules, not unlike the MLB, you're in certain parts of the country. You're forced to like we're going to have the Texans on here every fucking week. And, it, and you watch that, and you, it just numbs your mind. I, and that's why I want the YouTube TV thing, because I don't want to watch the Texans every week, and I don't want to watch the Cowboys every fucking week. Uh, but that, with all that being said, I think with this potential writer strike and everything else, I think they want it to go down. And if, if that's the highest ratings you're getting, I think they're going to slowly start pushing all this shit out. My prediction is Netflix will eventually have to sell to an Apple in maybe three to four years tops. I mean, UFC did. It wasn't a strike, but because of COVID, UFC did really well. For about oh, they dominated a, for, a, for about a year. Yep, right because it it carried over for a while. People, it was the only sport we had. People weren't too keen on the fucking the bubble sports and all that stuff mm-hmm. that happened afterwards. So UFC dominated. When was the last writer strike? Twenty fifteen or something? Uh, Two thousand eight. Oh, it was that long? Ago? Yeah, Shit. and it it went a, a, a while. Yeah, it went a long time. A and lot of shows got canceled that would have continued otherwise. Correct. And that, by the way, that's the conspiracy theory that's going on. Is they kind of want to push out all these shows. And then, uh, and not have to pay for them because you can get a live events and it'd be cheaper. On the flip side of this, stand up comedy, the Chris Rock special that was live was a massive success. Mm. That was the highest rated special they've ever had in the history of Netflix. Massive, massive success. You might start seeing more shit like that, which I don't mind. That would be fucking fun. Uh, more stand up and some of the, the comedians we like and things like that. But uh, as far as the rest of it, oh, yeah. not real goddamn sure. Uh, was that when Conan left NBC to go to TBS? Uh, no. So he was on NBC, but uh, he is a very brilliant writer. So he stayed and did the show by himself mm. um, night after night. And that was arguably the best late night television I've ever seen because uh, he didn't give a fuck. I don't even know if there was an audience. I mean, it was just wild every single night because they didn't have any writers. Lost got split up. Prison break ended. Yep. And they came back and did a fourth season years later. But hmm. And the reason I'm telling you guys this is if this goes down, especially in this time period, you're usually assembling your writers to write all your fall TV shows right around June-ish. Um, they're not going to be there, and you're gonna all this shit is going to get pushed. You're not going to care. You're going to forget about it. That's what happened to me with Atlanta. I was a huge fan of Atlanta, but they took, fuck, two and a half years off. Mm. And then did back-to-back seasons there, but I'd forgotten about it because it was gone for so long. I'm looking at the fallout from the 07-08 writer's strike, and mostly what it was were uh, two, one or two seasons back-to-back got limited from ten or from 22 or 23 episodes down to 10 or 11. Yep. Which, you know... That, that cuts a writer's salary in half. Yeah, it cuts your salary in half, but also cuts your fucking residuals in half, mm-hmm. especially if you're a fucking... A, a seasoned writer who was an EP or something like that. You know what yep. I mean? Uh, and then it also delays or maybe prevents entirely getting into syndication in the first place. Yeah. For a lot of shows. Um, so a lot of these people are kind of racing these scripts in uh, I'm just trying right to follow the deadline that conspiracy down the rabbit hole. That's like, what it is. Why would it? Maybe. So the maybe. networks, it improved all their bottom line because they were only doing half. 
Um, and then they were able to sink more money into live sports, which they did, mm. and the ratings went up. Uh, the other one is game shows. So game shows, you know, if you notice, they're on every goddamn night, and they're all retreads from like the 70s, 80s, 90s of like Pressure Luck, Joker's Wild, all that other shit. And then these, these weird court shows that are on. Steve Harvey's doing a court show, or was at night. What in about the George Reinhold? I would love to see him back. What was it? What was the name of that show? Mock yeah. trial with Judge Reinhold. Yeah, mock trial, Judge Reinhold, and then, and then uh, William Hung. William Hung was the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so goddamn stupid. That is where we're headed, though. So we'll see uh, as this keeps going. Uh, but something to keep an eye on, and if your favorite shows go away, you'll know why. Uh, but that's a, a potential massive story, and I don't think Hollywood cares. I really don't. I mean, the, the talent agencies do, but most of them have switched to sports anyways where they're signing all these athletes because athletes are making more money than writers and actors anyways. I mean, this is going to be good for the streaming services producing their own content, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that if, if anything is going to save Netflix, it's a writer's strike right now because they're not governed by any of that bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. can, they can turn... They have a lot of money or they have the ability to access a lot of capital... So they can turn out content. They can turn out scripted content pretty quickly. Yeah. And Hollywood, one, can't do that. And two, if they're on strike, the studios aren't doing shit. And they did stockpile. So they own a ton of Mm. finished scripts already in in preparation for this. But uh, the weirdest thing at the end of this call is I'll try to pop in here and there just for financial shit. uh, To try to get ahead of the game here, see what's going on. Um, They did cancel the DVD rental service there. So... You're gonna, Bob. You're gonna have to give back all your your DVDs to uh, Netflix, and you can't have Take those from anymore. My cold dead hands. Yeah. Um, and then the wildest thing on top of this, which I didn't even know this company still existed, is after that call happened yesterday, this morning, the owner of Redbox said he was interested in buying all of Netflix's DVD business. Is that? Are people still using Red? I don't see it anymore. I don't see I don't, Redboxes. I don't have a DVD player in my home. I don't either. I mean, I have a PlayStation 5, but it's the kind that's network only. Okay. Yeah, so I don't even own got, any of that stuff. I've got stuff. like a fucking 50 terabyte hard drive hooked into it. I don't West, need a goddamn DVD West player. West Virginia still uses DVDs. Dude, is, is there still it's like a, a red West box? West Virginia DVDs. <laughs> I think it's right there in the middle. Exactly. Portable DVD players in crack houses are through the roof right now. Take me home to a red box that I own. Do you remember when they had those like fucking vinyl shields over the red box so you could see it in the sun oh yeah that's, dude that's just I, I hate this country sometimes no, that's great it's so it? goddamn stupid that's america right there that's america right instead there. instead of making a better screen or even thinking about hey we're gonna put these uh uh images or these uh computer screens outdoors mm-hmm. uh, i hope nobody uses it during the day because yeah. it's not gonna work you know the, the fucked up thing is uh like making all these movies you hoped that Redbox would buy your movie. If they did, it was an, an extra $150,000. I mean, it was just found money every single time. We were just like, so we, we used to have to go and kiss this guy's ass. It was a fucking, it was a, a conference. And uh, you, you kind of meet all the distributors and everything else, similar to like beer or, mm-hmm. or wine or whatever. And you kiss their ass and you hope they take you and put them in, in your stores. And yeah, the, the CEO of Redbox, they were like, hey, dude, you've got to go over and kiss this guy's ass. Um, I we oh shit we had Barry Boswick make a video for him. He was a huge fan of Barry Boswick, and he made one for FTR American Badass, and uh, and he got it in a red box because he loved Barry Boswick. That's no lie. 
Um, what a weird time, man. And you're right. It was those visors out mm-hmm. there. I never rented one Redbox video or DVD. No, I wouldn't even consider doing that. That's some trailer park it, shit. Yeah, it was like uh, it was a routine thing. I had friends who did it all. Like they, I one, did too. One of the things they did um, one or two nights a week was they would take their fucking kid, their six or seven or 12-year-old or whatever the fuck, and they would go, hey, let's go to... Let's go up to CBS and, and get a movie at the Redbox. But it's the same thing that our parents did with us at Blockbuster, right? Yeah. I, and I think it was probably, Blockbuster, though. It was probably better. Like, physically having to leave your home and go do something. Yes. And have the conversation with your shitty child on the way over there and on the way back. Actually having to spend time together. Or your dates. Instead of just being just like immediate, like, hey, let's do this. And then it's happening immediately. Yeah. Just it's your, probably better. Redbox is probably better than Netflix fucking for humanity. Like when I was in like seventh, eighth grade, we'd walk down to the U-City Loop, which was like not far from our house. There was a Blockbuster there, yep. among other things. Yeah. We'd get some fucking food and then we'd go fuck around a Blockbuster for like an hour, pick out some fucking dumb movie and go Jared watch did it. it. We had Redbox all the time. Did he really? He may still have a collection. What a fucking white trash hobo. He'll be back on Friday. I want to ask him about this. But a lot of people did it like snail mail way. You go on to Netflix's website, you order a couple of DVDs, and they mail them to your fucking home. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I know, but they like the... That's even worse than Redbox. So, by the way, that's what Netflix just got rid of is that. I'm shocked to hear that it actually fucking I didn't know either. I didn't know either. So it says here, uh, you know, yesterday, April 18th, announced that after 25 years, mm. uh, it would mail out its last DVD in September. What should it be? What should the last one be if you're, if you're Netflix? Teeth. Oh, the movie Teeth? Mm-hmm. What about you, Bob? What do you got there? Last? Well, I took his mic. So uh, okay. it's probably Burn Notice Season 5. Oh, God damn it, dude. Hold you it can't get a whole season. Hold it up to his face mouth. Yeah. I know that's why that's why you only get one disc, Ross. You didn't know the pain of having to watch your TV shows Entourage season three in two disc parts. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, I had to return a disc to figure out what happened. There were three episodes per disc. <sighs> Giorgio, this like, is some desperate discs, shit. This discs, is some desperate poor people shit. Yeah, four discs per box, two boxes for season three. For Do you have any idea? God damn! Do you have dude. any idea how crippled you sound right I now? I know. You sound like a handicapped person. Unbelievable. You sound like Fetterman. If you play that Fetterman video, it's almost identical. I eh, eat on farm. Delco, what's the last DVD you want to watch? One. You get one. You get get one one option. What do you go with? Catch me if you can. That's a great one. That's a great movie. I thought you were going to say Pumping Iron. <laughs> He's got a new movie coming out That's with, VHS. with guest two, yeah. Netflix. I got that on VHS. <laughs> He's got a new movie coming out with Netflix, by the way. I just do, saw the trailer. Do any of you guys have DVD players? Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. I guess Xbox yeah. doesn't have the network only version. I don't right? have it. I don't have a DVD player anymore. You do? Is it just a PlayStation or is it an actual DVD player? I have, well, technically, I have three. Of course. I don't. I got a PlayStation. I got uh, a computer drive where I can put read and write DVDs to my computer. And I have a portable DVD player that's sitting in a closet. Why in the fucking Christ would you have a device where you can write DVDs at this point in American history? Yeah, what are you doing? With what it? purpose does that what serve? What does that serve? Look, I do a lot of work overseas, Dan. No, you can fucking do it on a hard drive. You could watch the movie using VLC. By the way, VLC media player is the best media player ever made. Also, ever. I take back my answer. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to go with an ICP backyard wrestling DVD. What about Big Money Hustlers? Do you ever watch it? I've never seen that. It's no. terrible. It's a movie they made. But, it's really you know. bad. 
but it's pretty fun. Gathering of the Juggalos with backyard wrestling. Let's go. So I would say Heat. I think that's the best like blockbuster thing that I watched where I was just like, holy shit. But I also enjoyed the fact with Blockbuster where you had to get it right. Like you would spend a fucking hour there and it would be the the hardest decision of your entire life trying to pick out that one movie. Because every time you did get an awful movie, you regretted it for the whole week and you were like, shit. I mean, imagine the pressure of if it's like a date. Yes. Or something. Or if there's trouble in your marriage. And you, and you pick the wrong movie. Yeah. And that's it. That's well, like the well, end way of it. to go, Dale. Yeah. Here's the movie that saves your marriage. Okay. Players Club, ninety one. Oh boy, Starting is that Dale Hughley? Yeah, uh, yeah. Man. Let's go ahead and skip that. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so if I have nothing gonna, to skip. Anything from that uh, ninety one? I mean, uh, Kid and Play, maybe. Oh, House Party. Yeah, House Party. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. But that's House Party too. I think House Party one was eighty nine or some shit, wasn't it? I'm not sure. What movies came sure. out in ninety one? I know they're remaking it. Which is uh, they remade it idea. in ninety three. House Party came out in ninety. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Heat was the that was like my most like oh, oh shit, shit. Point, that in uh, do you remember U Turn with Sean Penn? Point Break came out in ninety one. Did it really? New Jack City, Ricochet, those are good movies, uh, dude. New Jack City is still one of the best. The Finest Hour, uh, Toy Soldiers, Louis Gossett Jr. Oh yeah, Wait. dude. I used to butt fuck that movie. Hearts of Darkness. Oh, that's a book. Uh not the documentary? Yeah, but uh, U-Turn with Sean Penn, was that was the most fees I ever racked up at a Blockbuster, and uh, I think it was $268. Um, that's just, I, for whatever reason. And I hadn't seen the movie, and it was, it was just Sean Penn, and, uh, and I heard it was fucked How up. F- you know, people used to get fined for not rewinding VHS. Yeah, which be they should have. Yeah, there's you got to be kind. No, it shouldn't, they shouldn't because there's a machine in the store that does it automatically. But they only had one. And the problem is if, if everybody didn't rewind, then, you know, you'd be yeah, there but forever. The, per- the guy working there is a 16-year-old little bitch yeah. who needs life lessons. Like, hey, you know what? Sometimes stuff sucks, dude. But and they it, become Quentin Tarantino. Exactly. Yeah. But they it would or, take them what four to five minutes just to rewind one of those goddamn things, yeah, and then they put it back dam- in the box. Might damage it too. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Have you have you worked a it. job like that? Yeah. If we oh, had to, yeah. if we so, had to do that, there'd yeah. be no Tarantino. That's yeah, true. Exactly. Well, be, that that's true too. But if you if you've worked a job like that or work security or something like that, you here's a, a universal truth in jobs like that: you're begging for something to do to pass the time. Mm-hmm. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And you later on will complain that about rush hour, like, oh, it was really tough there for a while. But in your mind, you know that really, what really sucks is sitting there doing nothing, especially in a fucking blockbuster <laughs> stand at the same fucking poster all goddamn day. The so same fuck those trailer. Guys. Those guys are over heroes. Over again. They're heroes. There's still a block. But there's, there's one, one left. And I think you can Airbnb it. And it's, I think it's Oregon, maybe. Um, and I, and I know you can rent it out and then they have like, uh, either a pullout couch or a bed inside and you can watch endless movies for, for the night there. Uh, I want to say it's in Oregon. We looked into doing it one, one long time ago on an episode. I'd probably do that. Uh, that'd be fun as shit. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a blast, but we should uh, do that and, uh, have drinker bros come and watch, uh, watch range 15. Oh yeah, that'd be fucking rad. You know, there's a drive drive-in up here out in Buda. Um, I go to it all the time. I take the kids. It's called uh, Doc's Drive-In, mm-mm. and they will let you rent it out um, and show whatever movies you want. We should do that one night. And how that, much? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll ask them next time I go. Yeah. Um, but you can rent it out and then put it on. There's two different screens, and there's a full fucking bar 
and food and all that shit. So, I mean, we could get wet that night. Yeah, that'd be fun. And uh, maybe have a 10th anniversary. When is When would that be? 26? Yeah, shit, mm-hmm. dude. That's not too far away, to be honest with you. Three years. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. If you are in the Austin area, you are welcome to come on the show and give out your drinking bro of the week in person. If not, you can go to drinkingbros.com. Click on the submission form. It's, it's in the right-hand corner. It'll come emailed directly to us. Uh, also, while you're there, peruse the catalog and uh, and get some of these hits. Defund politicians. The defund Ukraine shirt is up there. Got some hard AF seltzer merchandise in there. We got the hats. We got the polos in there. All the things. Uh, today, we got somebody in. Come on up. Come on up. Look at you, dude. You got the merch on, too. Right on time. I didn't even see you with the merch on off screen. And you came prepared. You What's came up, correct man? on. Uh, put the mic about an inch from your face there. Yeah, this does feel weird being well, here. Pull it up. Pull it up. There you go. Boom. Good to all go. Right. Dude, you got the hat. You got the fucking all politicians are cunts sweatshirts. That's right. Gigantic fan. You rolled in. You're the first listener who's rolled in with a gigantic boat. <laughs> Um, uh, it's hitched to the back of your truck there, and I has dope ass boat. I was asking, is it yours? No, it's my friend's. It is. Yeah. And where are you from originally? I'm from Fontana, California. No shit. All right. So are you driving there? Now he flew me out to get. He moved to Florida a couple of years ago when all the nonsense started. Yeah. So he moved his his company out there. A lot and, uh, of people did. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're there in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he ordered this thing and then decided he wasn't going to put it in the salt. So he's like, "Hey man, can you drive it out to Havasu for me?" Really? So he flew me out there to, to drive it out there. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, instead of paying the money for trance, he's just shooting me the cash. So yeah, like, yeah, 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 bro. Why not? Yeah. Uh, how rich is he? Pretty wealthy, man. <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a hustler, dude. He's, he's a real deal. That's awesome. How long have you been listening to the show? Probably a year or two before the, the COVID nonsense, but it wasn't every day. After COVID, man, I've been listening to you guys religious. Number red lines on all my videos. With you yeah, guys. it's wild, right? Because once we went daily like that, I felt like that really pushed it to a whole nother level. Well, everybody's uh, stuck, locked down, can't do nothing. I was still working, but I just listened to you guys all day, dude. And, and selfishly, by the way, we were talking about the writer's strike earlier. We hope it happens here because that means Hollywood shuts down and everybody will Keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, now it's going to happen. I think what will happen is a lot of these guys are going to fall off, and you guys are just going to pick up more, uh, I think so. more market share. You know, I think so. Um, either way, we love doing it every day, and I, I have no end dates, desire to quit, nothing like that, uh, in case anybody's worried out there. We get messages from time to time of like, hey, man, I don't know what we would do if you guys weren't on every day. I'm one of them dudes, man. Yeah, and we've never had, I'll say this because we're live on air, we've never had any discussion either about like, Hey, what? When are we gonna end this, or what year? Like, so I, fuck, it'll keep going until the wheels fall off, or right on, or I end up actually dying this time of AIDS. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but tell everybody your full name. My name is Dan Finley. There you go. And who would you uh, like to give the drinking bro of the week to? I got two of them. Is that okay? Fire away. All right, man. I got fr- all day. My first one is my girl. Been with her for seventeen years. Got an eight-year-old kid. Today, uh, what's her name? Her name is Christina. Are you guys married? Uh, why get the government involved? Okay. You know what I mean? All right. 17 years. That's right. How, how old were you guys when you met? Uh, oh, when we met? Yeah. I was 11. She was 15. No yeah, shit. Yeah, her and her brother. Her brother was my, one of my best friends. We grew up across the street from each other. I was going to say, because you look like a young guy. You had to met her as kids. It's got to be childhood sweethearts, right? Uh, kind of. I got to see her 
be with a bunch of dudes and then she finally gave me a shot and we've been together ever oh, that's since right you got that four-year age gap yeah because she wasn't fucking an 11 year old yeah so. yeah, yeah yeah bro yeah. we hooked up when i was 24 <laughs> okay yeah 2000 no 23 into 2005 okay that's yeah. awesome and, and today is her birthday is it really yeah if you could if, if everybody could wish her a happy birthday man, she really like that christina christina happy birthday to you what is she 30 she's 45 today fuck off i'm 41 wow dude you look young as shit I wouldn't have said 41. Yeah? That's awesome. Yeah. How old do I look? You look great. I, I would have said 34. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. For sure. You look good. You look good, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. I look up, but I can't see underneath the hat, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. See, the hat stays on or it adds 10 years, bro. Does it? Are you bald? Uh, no, I'm balding. But, oh, okay. I, but I shaved my head. <laughs> I've been, dude, I started getting the cul-de-sacs in my senior year of high school. Did so, you really? Yeah. I, I had Shit. to fade. Had a, man, I loved my hair, bro. But started coming out. So probably like 1920. 20 years old okay. I said I started taking it down yeah and shaving ever since and then you gotta find a it's it's like musical chairs you gotta find the girl real quick um, because when you go full ball it does change the game when you go out because it well, does you gotta add have, years you gotta have the head for it bro if you ain't got the head you look yeah like, dude you know you look like Quato you look like fucking Fetterman bro <laughs> and then that's your life yeah um, but for you you look like a you got a young face you look like a young dude so right on um, congratulations on that and congratulations on 17 years together that's amazing cool that's now, amazing. And who's the second one? Second one is my dad. Awesome. My dad, uh, he, rose, he raised three boys by himself. My mom bounced when I was five. My, uh, my middle brother was three. My youngest was three months. Okay. And my dad pulled it off all by himself. Um, I can't say enough about my dad. Right now, he's, uh, he's going through prostate cancer. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's got a, went through the, uh, check the heart guy yesterday, and he's got a biopsy coming up. And he don't want the chemo, so he told him to just cut the shit out. Okay. So we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Yeah, did you just find out the news now? Uh, no, it's been about a couple of weeks. Okay. Going probably three weeks since he... Well, because a lot of people don't realize, like, you, you go in for, let's say, prostate cancer, for example, right? They don't tell you how bad it is immediately, and then you keep having these follow-up and these doctor's appointments and all this other shit, and then finally, boom... You do this scan eventually, and then they'll kind of be like, all right, we can cut this out or work around it or go to chemo and not go that's, to chemo. That's what they're going through right now. Oh, it he, is? That's what he's doing right now. Yeah, gotcha. Like yesterday, he went and saw the heart doctor because he can't do the biopsy until the heart doctor okays it. Correct, yeah. He's 72. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and at that age, it gets tricky, but you end up going to you know four or five appointments a week, and then they'll finally settle on something a couple months down the road. Yeah. And, yeah. It's got a high success, uh, success or survivable rate. Of, I think it's 98%. As that's long, great as long as they can get it out soon if, I guess. if they can get it out yeah yeah the problem so, is they don't know how long it's been in there and they're trying to say or they're trying to make sure that it's not spread to other areas right exactly yeah yeah so i love you dad just this drink of bros for you man hell yeah cheers cheers um well dude thanks for joining us we greatly appreciate it Did you get some seltzers at least i will and i'll be buying something yeah fucking take take i rock hey, i rock all you guys's merch man i was one of those guys that wouldn't wear branded kind of clothes uh -huh. i just wear plain plain tees and stuff like that yeah and then all the nonsense over the last few years, and then finding you guys, I was like, yeah, I'm going to rock their shit. If I'm going to go buy some clothes, I'm going to buy your guys' clothes. Hell yeah, dude. And we're, we're super grateful. And even when you popped in earlier in the day, I was like, hey, man, we're not until two today. I knew. But I go, you're welcome to stay I'll come and drink. At least I'm going to come by and see if you guys are here. Yeah, yeah, of course we're here. Where the fuck else are we going to go? We're here every day. Uh, unless we're on some trip somewhere. But typically, we'll announce in advance of like, hey. Uh, I think our next trip is uh, Memorial Day weekend. We've got to go to the Rowdies game and then the Rays game. Uh, by the way, if you're in Tampa and want to join us for that, 
Feel free. Come on out to the stadium and drink some hard AF seltzers out there with us. What date is that? It would blast. Um, it is, I want to say, the 27th and 28th. Uh, let me check it out. Here in May. Oh, this month? Uh, no, May. Just, so next month. Oh. Yeah. So 27th, we will be at the Tampa Bay Rowdies game. It is a night game. It is at 7 p.m. Uh, it is right next to the Hilton uh, where we are staying over there. And then the 28th is a day game for the Rays, and they are playing the Dodgers. So we'll be there for that. Uh, kind of QC in it. It'll be the first time we've seen it in real life. We uh, we did the Miami gigs and checked that all out, and that was awesome. And uh, so this will be our first time heading out to Tampa and kind of checking it all out. But if you're there, uh, not only are your ch- tickets extremely cheap on drinkabrostickets.com, but uh, chances are we'll all get to sit together and fucking rage and just drink seltzers all day for two days. So please join us if you're in the Tampa Bay area on the 27th and 28th. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for, for being here, and thank you for all your support. Sure, uh, we leave the doors open for everybody to come in and watch uh, live shows because you guys built this place. Without you, none of this bullshit would exist. So It's a, it's a bitchin' studio. This is, this thanks, is legit. Man. This is legit. Right trying. Here. We're trying. We're getting there. We're getting there. Working especially, on it every day. Especially in an old church. Come on, man. I know, dude. We don't want the same thing we kept up there. There's the screen. That'll be the NFL draft. will be on there uh, week from Thursday doing a huge live show that night. Uh, also, please just go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Same with Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. No review necessary, but uh, that all helps with the advertisers. Uh, appreciate you joining us, kids. For Danton and Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.